Welcome to Santa Barbara Talks with Josh Molina. Today, I am with Alexis Tandy, who is with the WIP SB. And uh, I, I don't even want to try to explain what it is. I want to go right to you, Alexis. Uh, I just, by way of background, I will say I've been um, impressed with you, impressed with the app, or impressed with the talk of the app, impressed with what you're doing on Instagram. And um, I'm really excited about what it's going to mean for this community. But Alexis, first of all, how are you today? I'm doing great, Josh. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is going to be fun. Yeah, thank you. And just talk, what is the WIP SB? Uh, we're seeing it on Instagram. I guess there's an app coming. What is mm-hmm. it? Well, I'll be very clear about it. The, the WIP SB is a technology platform. It will be an app you can download on your phone. Think of it as a centralized hub for conversations and resources around local politics. Uh, and right now, you can follow along on Instagram at the WebSB. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what what that is. So, my experience was it, and I'm kind of new to Instagram. You know, as as you may or may not know, the audience may, or may know. Obviously, I have this podcast. I started it about a year and a half ago, and I didn't have an Instagram, and so I said, "Well, let me just start an Instagram." So, I'm sort of new to that platform in the last couple of years. And then I saw, what is this? The Whip SB. These are like cool <laughs> graphics. And they're talking about a lot of the stuff that I'm writing about. And, and they're asking questions about the things that are going on politically, locally. So so what is this? So my first impression was, how seriously do I take this? Is this somebody just doing a thing on the side? Mm-hmm. Is this a collective effort by serious people who are trying to do something to make change? What exactly, what kind of conversation are you trying to have through this Instagram platform for now? It's a great and fair question to ask. You know, um, what we've noticed is that people have busy lives. And a lot of times we don't even know where to go to find this information or how to talk to different people in our community about the issues that we're concerned about. And the WIP is here to help solve that. I moved here five years ago with my family. So let's just say you just moved here, which a lot of people after the pandemic did. Um, The WIP will include a directory of elected leaders, their names, bios, photos, emails, uh, and websites. So if you want to know more about your community, whether you're new to Santa Barbara or not, or you lived here your whole life, you can all find it in one place easily. So many of us are active on social media. You know, I live on my phone all day. That's where I am. And we're all familiar with the fact that there's not really a dedicated app or platform to talk about politics. Uh, People always say next door isn't the place. And many times posts are removed and it can be really frustrating for the user or someone who can identify with something that someone else has posted. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook isn't always the appropriate place to talk about local politics. I mean, you have your grandmother on there, you know, you have your high school friends from other States and photos of, you know, all your vacations and it's just all, jumbled together. The whip is all about local politics and it will be the place where it is appropriate for everyone and anyone, even grandma, um, to talk about issues that are important to them. And it also gives candidates, incumbents, um, you know, a chance to interact directly with people in the community. So, um, the way it will work is sort of familiar to you guys if you use Nextdoor or another social media uh, platform. Um, you sign in, you enter your address, um, and you discuss local politics with people in your district. It'll geotrack your school board um, district so that you have the directory of your school board people. Um, so um, that's that's it in a nutshell. That's, you know, we're a technology platform and we're under development right now. And basically what I've been doing is creating brand awareness and getting the name out there 
gauging interest and um, doing my marketing thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know you've done an amazing job in a short amount of time. Take me back to that first day, okay, when you you launched or when you started the Instagram handle and you put it out there. What what kind of feedback did you get? Did people start following you immediately out of curiosity or did you get direct messages? Because I'm sort of intrigued. I know when I first saw it, I asked a handful of people in my circle, like, who are these people? What is this? Do, you know, and initially as a journalist, I will admit, I was a little bit like, is this like a journalism thing? Is this like a new, is this a competitor? Is this a new entry? Or is this somebody who doesn't like the media? Like, you know, I was like really sus- not suspicious, but just kind of curious and wanting to figure it out. And I heard, I'm not even going to go into the, 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 you know, who's doing what doing this, you know, people are like, Oh, this person's doing it, that person, you know? And so I'm so glad, you know, when we finally met, cause I'm like, Oh, okay. Well this, you know, now I get straight answers, but what was it like when you launched and, and, and what was the feedback like? Um. You know, it's been a mixed bag. I've gotten uh, direct messages right off the bat with people who think I'm part of their tribe, for people who think I'm from people who think I'm not part of their tribe. And, um, you know, I just want, you know, to be very clear that um, the whip is nonpartisan. We are a startup technology company and we are working to launch a, an app to promote civic engagement. Um, people were very confused, which rightfully so. I understand that because we're on Instagram and the product isn't out yet. So I, I get that, that it can be confusing. But again, what I'm doing is brand awareness and creating the name. Um, I think that it's finding its place, uh, you know, um, People are learning. People are talking more. I'm getting so many uh, DMs now. Um, They're actually guiding me on the um, Instagram lives, asking me, you know, if, you know, Barrett's coming on, can you ask Barrett this question? I want to know. And that is exactly where we want to be. I don't want to be the face of the WIP SB. I am not your competitor or any other news organization's competitor in town. Basically what happened is, um, you know, there are so many local media outlets in town. That's not the gap that we're trying to fill. There's, there's so, you know, there's a lot of reporters. Um, and I believe, you know, News Hawk, News Press, uh, Independent, Ed Hat. There's a lot of places to get the news. We are not a media company. The face of the whip is ultimately the community. The gap that we're trying to fill is connection among the community, uh, where people can have these conversations. If you notice in the past uh recent city council meetings uh, and uh, school board meetings, people are signing up to do public comments and it's two, three minutes and it's not a conversation. You're talking to the board, you're talking to the council and they're not responding. That is the gap that we are trying to fill. And um, me doing Instagram lives, you know, is creating brand awareness and um, posts about what's happening in the community. But, you know, from a business value proposition, that's not scalable. And ultimately we really believe that local politics is where change happens. So, you know, we're a tech startup and that's not an easy place to be. It's really hard, especially during COVID and, you know, um, working with other people trying to create a business uh, during this time to be successful. And it's, it's hard. It's, you know, all sweat equity. I'm doing it all, you know, I'm waking up early before my kids wake up. I, after they go to sleep, when they're at school, I'm putting in, you know, 50, 60 hours a week to try to get this up so that 
other community members can connect and talk about issues that are important to them. Yeah. All right. Well said. Uh, I, I've enjoyed watching some of your interviews with the uh, candidates for, uh, well, you've done a, a wide platform. You've done just members of the city council, school board, um, people who are running for office. And I enjoy them because I like watching people interview other people and sort of learning from that. And I think you have a good way about getting people to talk. And uh, I didn't even know what Instagram Live was, quite honestly. Like, like, why would you ever do an interview on Instagram Live? Like, it goes away. It's gone. And then I'm like, oh, actually, no, it's there forever, you know. So it's been <laughs> educational for me, too. But I think you do a good job with those. Can you talk to me about, like, your your stress levels when you do them and the preparation. Um, it's always hard to interview people because we always judge ourselves, usually much, much harsh, more harshly than how people judge us. So we hold ourselves to these high standards and people are going to be looking at us and they're going to be judging how we ask questions. And what if I don't know something? What if I mess up? Or what if somebody says something and, you know, I don't, you know, interfere or respond, you know, it's all of that. What's that been like for you? You know, you're, you're not traditionally trained in journalism. So what's it like to interview these candidates? Um, terrifying. <laughs> it's so, it's, you know, I, I tell my kids all the time, you know, do something that you have to be, be brave for every day. Try to do something and get outside your comfort zone. And really, you know, I want my kids asking questions. I want them to be aware of what is going on in their community. Um, so my very first Instagram live was with, uh, I, I've reached out to all the candidates and whether or not I've heard back, you know, that's okay. You know, but people who did respond back to me, I took them up on the offer and kind of pushed for it. And I have never felt more vulnerable and nervous in my entire life. Um, Deborah Schwartz, I believe was the first one. And, um, and you, you couldn't, I don't know if you could tell or not. I was a nervous wreck. I was a mess. Um, but it was really good. And I think the key is to be yourself and just be, you know, genuine. And, um, you know, I don't, I didn't know what a city administrator is. I'm not, I am learning what I've grabbed onto is that I'm learning about local politics with everyone else. And I'm just asking the questions and you, what is it? You, you don't know the answer to hundred percent of the questions you don't ask. Um, it's some, you know, meme like that, but you know, so just ask and get involved. And I, I'm from Chicago, which is a very political city. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of information and um, I, I love politics in general and I have the news on 24 hours a day. My kids grew up watching the news. I don't hide them from anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we have CNN on, we have Fox on, we have listened to all the different podcasts in the car. I want them to be aware and so now when I talk to elected leaders or uh, candidates, I just have to think, well, I would tell my kids to ask these questions. So just be real. And yeah. if you don't know something, just ask the question. Yeah. Have you been surprised by any of the interactions that you've had with, with anyone during these interviews? Uh, it, I know it's tough. Sometimes somebody says something and, you're like, whoa, do I follow up? Do I let it go? Uh, what have been some of those kind of moments for you so far? I was really surprised in my last one learning about Title I schools and what that district uh, was doing to help motivate the community. Yeah. Um, I, I truly had no idea about any of that. And I got flooded with uh, comments that people didn't know either. Yeah. Um, and that was an unbelievable experience because I like to I like to hear the comments real time because I feel like we're connecting. I feel like I have these new friends that I've never met in real life on on Instagram that are actively going 
to, you know, the whip SB on Instagram, checking it every day just to see what it is that people are talking about or to connect with me and send me, can you ask, you know, Randy Rouse this question? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, sure, sure, absolutely. It's really surprised me that people are so accessible in this town. I've never experienced accessibility that if you ask someone a question, they they will respond. They will absolutely respond. It's shocking. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've learned about the planning commission, you know, from Barrett and Deborah. And, you know, um, I've learned uh I've learned a lot of things. I think my most shocking moment, Josh, was from your your some of your podcasts. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I said, I watch everything and, um, it's all, all the different sources and everything, you know, if you pay attention, you just learn everything about the city. Yeah. And when, when the app launches, do, do we know when that is? Is it too early to to speculate soon? Right. But so we were supposed to launch in the fall of 2021 and here we are. (laughs) (laughs) And like uh, all tech companies, you know, there's very few of us that are working. The engineers are working so hard on um, delivering a product that'll, you know, that is, has real integrity to it. Um, Because like you said, it's, you know, can you take it seriously? Can you not? Well, we want to be taken seriously. Um, We want to put this out into the ethos and, gauge the response and the level of engagement and really, you know, create a community that's able to connect with each other. Um, You know, after they read your article, we want them to go to the whip and be like, did you see this article? What does everyone else think about it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's the kind of engagement that we're looking for. Um, And so we, it is going to be delayed a little bit. I have been posting the screenshots, a few screenshots so that, um, you know, it does have integrity and you guys do know that there really is a goal, uh, that's coming and it is very much under development. Um, and I'd love to walk you through it and show you where we are at the moment. Um, but you know, we're getting there and I'll continue to create brand awareness and gauge what, people want to talk about. Um, and I can't wait for the day we release, you know, the app. Yeah. It's going to be cool. And will people have to pay to subscribe or are you getting advertisers or, you know, you've made it pretty clear. This is not a, a hobby or something on the side. You're, you're taking it very seriously. You want to launch it correctly. Um, you want it to be financially, you know, buildable and maybe scalable to other communities. You know, what, how, how will, how will the whip do it financially? So, I mean, ultimately, uh, we don't want people to have to pay to download the app. We want people to be able to freely download it and participate in the conversation without charging them anything. Uh, you know, monetization is always a very large topic and generally the answer is advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that's just a reality of it. Um, right now, again, you know, it's just sweat equity that we are just plowing into this thing. And, um, you know, those are all issues with scalability and how we do this. And um, so the, the model is still underway. And, um, but right now what we're going to be doing is facing, you know, focus on the engagement um, and how Santa Barbara is taking it and really fine tuning the app before we even consider, you know, making a penny. Um, And I probably should have given you a heads up on this question, but I just thought of it. Uh, uh, The name, the whip. What is that? Where did that come from? Well, the whip is the, you know, if you look at the Senate it's, or in oh. Congress, you know, that's where it comes from. So, oh, okay. And you do have that, that imagery too, right? You have a mm-hmm. gavel. Is that part of it? Well, we were going to use a gavel. That was, that was in the brand identity. We, yeah. we did explore that, but um, the whip is the one that, you know, is the majority leader and, uh, uh, 
you know, they, they control a lot of the conversations and they, they talk a lot to, they try to whip the uh, other members, um, you know, into their point of view, which is what community members will be doing with other community members. Okay, cool. And I thought it was just like, we're going to whip all these ideas together and blender and mix them all up and come to a new <laughs> level of understanding. You know? So yep. uh, I want to talk to you a little bit because you mentioned you, you came here from Chicago about five years, or you said you grew up in Chicago, but you came here about five years ago. Um, you know, and you referenced it about in this town, you can really ask anyone, get an answer, you know, a mayor, a candidate, you know, people are very accessible. You know, we have a really fragmented media landscape here. Um, and I know you're not media, you're a tech company, but obviously there's, there's overlap and, you know, um, partnership and connection and all sorts of possibilities. Uh, this media landscape is really interesting because, you know, we, we, we used to have the Santa Barbara News Press as sort of like the daily paper, you know, and, 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 it, and it had the reputation for, for being the paper of record. And um, you know, there was lots of issues that came there, lots of resignations, people quit, change in ownership. I'm speaking deliberately, very vague on it. You can Google it and take sides, you know, if you want. You know, I used to work there. I quit. I was one of the people who resigned because of the ethical issues there. And so a lot of us left, you know, and then we all kind of went our own directions. I went to the Mercury News, eventually came back. Um, you know, others went into PR, started doing things. So, you know, we saw sort of like the independent become sort of like more um, uh, sort of a larger player in the community after that. Um, Newshawk, very much so, becoming sort of like a replacement for that traditional daily newspaper news and, and getting lots of popularity. And, you know, then you kind of have like the Ed Hats of the world, the bulletin boards and the Montecito Journal is, you know, it is what it is. And so I wanted to just sort of ask you when you got here, right, what was your take on the media landscape? Like, did it make sense to you? Or did you wonder, like, why do we have all this journalism in this town for for such a small town? Did you think it was, was good? Bad? What was your take of the media when you got here? Um, well, when I got here, uh, there were the first year was pretty tame. And then the second year we went we experienced the mudslide, you know, in our backyard and the fires and everything else. So the more news that I tuned into, the better, you know, I, again, I told you that we have the news on in my house, which I know is very probably different than most people. We have it on 24 hours a day. Um, you know, I think that there's a usefulness for each media outlet and I gained different things from Ed Hat versus Newshawk versus the Independent versus News Press. Um, yeah. And I really appreciate all the different viewpoints. You know, I think that I really come to issues my entire life wanting to know all sides of uh the arguments and connecting with more people. So I'm ultimately looking for connection. So, um, you know, it's not for me, the lack of local news um, in this town. What, what doesn't sit right with me is that there isn't a place that's deemed okay for people to talk and connect over the bigger issues. Yeah. Um, that affects us all online. Like I said, you know, we live our lives online and on our phones and we're not going back. So um, Santa Barbara is very interesting because, you know, you have um, such a dichotomy between the people that live here and some people adore the print. Some people just live online. I am more of an online person myself. I think that's where we're headed. I think my friends and um, other people I speak to are more online. So that is the gap again that um, I see the whip. You know, that's that's the angle that the whip has taken. Um, it's we we are not a media company, and we don't even there's no goal to ever be one. Um, but the facilitate, facilitating conversations, to me, that's what's missing in the landscape. And there's just no place to do that. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about you. Um, you know, I like to sort of, you know, learn a little bit more about the guests and 
you know, we just met a month and a half, two months ago or so. Um, so um, can you talk a little about your story? You, you came here, you, you, um, you know, um, about five, six years ago from Chicago or what is your background? And, and yeah, so um, I'm a, I'm a Midwest girl. Uh, my husband's a Midwest boy. Uh, I'm from Chicago and um, grew up there. We lived in New York City for seven years. I had my oldest son there, moved back to Chicago, and then never in a million years did we think we were coming to Santa Barbara. I came here kicking and screaming, thinking I was a city girl. Little did I know this is the best place in the entire universe, and I can never leave now. Um, I now garden and do all the Santa Barbara things and I embrace it. And I, again, I never want to leave. Um, my background is in advertising and marketing. Um, I was in it from the, you know, the day after I graduated college, I got a job, you know, at Ogilvy and in Chicago for five years, I moved to New York city. I worked, you know, on Madison Avenue, um, publicists and lots of boutique agencies. And again, when we moved back to Chicago again, so I'm very comfortable in an advertising, storytelling, uh, connecting guerrilla advertising, all that, you know, place. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, I, with COVID, it's hard. I don't have that, you know, communication. My kids always tell me, can you not talk to 20,000 people when you take me to tennis? You know, <laughs> you're not watching me. You're, you're talking to everyone there. And I do, I'm the person that goes up to babies and, uh, just, finds out about them. So I, I like connecting with people. Um, my kids hate it, but I love it. And I hope that that's what they are getting from all of this and that we can model because even though we are online, connecting with people is everything. That's, I mean, everybody ultimately just wants to be heard and everybody just wants to say their opinion. And I really believe that we're all on the same team and we all want the same things. It's just, how do we get there? How do we sit in a room with someone and talk about difficult conversations? You know, there will always be trolls and there will always be people who don't like me or don't like what I'm saying or how I'm saying it, but you know what, at least I'm saying it and at least I'm trying. So, you know, we're just out there doing our best and I want to learn about people. That's, that's the most important thing to me. I want people to tell their stories. I think that is the single most interesting thing that we have today. Uh, and and when you when you as somebody who says you know you're very used to sort of guerrilla marketing and it being in a big city and advertising and tech and this is sort of your second nature coming to Santa Barbara I mean we we are not I mean I, people get mad at me um, there are there's many great tech companies in Santa Barbara obviously there's some amazing work that is being done amazing nationally globally. And I understand that, that there are companies who do that. But, you know, obviously uh, what you're trying to do is do has never been done before. No one's doing that. What was your impression of sort of like that, that the tech capability or um, just, you know, when you looked at the media websites or, you know, Nextdoor, um, if you can be as honest as you can, clearly you saw, wow, there's an opportunity here, right? Mm-hmm. So what was your impression? Yeah. I think we can do better. I think, um, you know, as quaint as Santa Barbara is and why I love Santa Barbara so, so dearly and literally never want to leave. Um, and I hope my kids go out into the world and then are able to come back here one day of their own choice. Um, you know, I think that we are in a in a bubble. And we have a lot of resources available beyond Santa Barbara. And we should look to see how a lot of other people are um, having these conversations because it's the conversations that move us forward. Um, I think when I go on to different websites, you know, they work, they totally work. Um, I know with, uh, you know, Newshawk, I think, you know, you had to shut the comment section down you know, a few years ago, 
um, because it was getting so crazy. And if I'm wrong, tell me. Um, but I think that we need to figure out um, how to move the ball forward, because I think that in order, you know, to to enjoy Santa Barbara, we need to be part of larger conversations and see how other people are doing things and maybe update a little bit. Um, I'm not talking crazy things. I'm just talking, um, you know, including different people in the conversations and really listening to other people's stories. And it's not just um, the thing that scares me are the echo chambers mm-hmm. and surrounding ourselves with people who just say what we want to hear and just repeat, you know, endlessly this same messaging. But, you know, let's try, you know, plan B, plan C, plan D. Let's let's give things another try. And I think um, not being afraid to take things in new directions and experimenting with them. And, you know, I know it's I it, the reaction that the whip has gotten and I've personally gotten has been, you know, a little dramatic and shocking and, and it's nothing I can't take, but, you know, people are very emotional about local politics. And again, you know, I just want to say, it's not me. That's the face of the whip. I'm just doing brand awareness ultimately we want the community to be the face of the whip and um, people will talk about issues post pictures of you know if if they're walking down on state street and they see something they don't like you know they can post about it in an appropriate place um you know we're hoping to have the community moderate it um we're not gonna you know stop anyone from saying things, you know, elected officials, hopefully they can talk more directly to the community. If they just want to pop in and post something because they heard that maybe what they said at the last council meeting uh, didn't go well, we want to give them the opportunity to clarify that, you know, but I'm not going to tell them to do that. They will have their, they can post with their own profile and they can do that you know, on our Instagram right now, but um, there's a lot of benefits to the whip that uh, make it easy for people to connect. And I'm not sure people in Santa Barbara know that this process can be made easier and less frustrating. Yeah. Um, It sounds like it's going to be really amazing, you know, once it's unrolled and hopefully a lot of people participate in it and and, and make it something, you know, bigger every time. But yeah, I mean, NewsHawk got rid of comments because there was so much anonymity and people were just being really like racist and sexist and just super harsh in ways that it became just, we were, you know, people get mad because we allowed that comment and it was, there's no accountability because they're anonymous. And, you know, people can say all sorts of horrible, mean things if they think you don't know um, your identity. Mm-hmm. So we just said, go to Facebook, do all the comments you're there because you at least have to have a profile there. Right. So I think that's that's part of it. It's just that, you know, at some point, at least traditionally, you can't allow people to make accusations of fact that are unproved. and then allow them to make it anonymously. And, you know, Ed Hat still, you can still have an anonymity on Ed Hat. And there's lots of stuff on there that, you know, may or may not be true. You know, there's no fact checking. So um, I think that's like the rub. That's like the harsh, like give people community voice. But what do you do when somebody goes on there and, you know, accuses somebody of being something that's obviously, you know, libelous or, or potentially libelous or, defamatory will you allow anonymous commenting or will they have to have some sort of bio or how will you do that yeah that's a that's a very fair question and you know it's not something that you know we just need to deal with you know that's something that the larger platforms and more established platforms have to deal with you know on the national landscape you know we are not going to moderate individuals except for bullying and, um, you know, comments that are really quite inappropriate uh, and personal attacks is what I'm talking about. Um, Otherwise, you know, I think that it'll be a community monitored um, 
you know, that the hope is that what, and we are still trudging through this, doing research, figuring out, you know, maybe new ways to handle this. Um, what we do think is that, and I'm sure you agree, is that when you post as anonymous, as anonymous, you can get really bold, right? Yeah. You, there's a boldness and a bravery, you know, I don't know if I'd call it brave in a good way, but that comes out. And when you don't have to look at a person, you know, face to face. So in the beginning, we were toying with anonymous comments or um, just verified comments. And we were really, it, it was a solid I mean, we've been talking about this for a solid six weeks and we continue to talk. So mm. um, I think at the beginning, it's not going to be anonymous. Um, we want to gauge um, verified comments and um, see how that turns out and how much we need to make sure that there is no trolling. You know, we we can't change the trolls. We can't fix society, but we can mm. do our best to try to enable uh, conversations that are difficult to have. And, you know, it's not a bad thing to have a comment that you don't agree with. It's not a bad thing to have, you know, if someone has a bad opinion, you know, if I think someone has a bad opinion, that doesn't mean I get to make them not say it. Um, I respect all opinions, you know, and all opinions probably need to be heard. Um, whether or not I agree with that or whether I want to speak to that is a whole different issue. But, you know, it really comes down to the the bullying and the um, really disrespectful personal attacks, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There, there is a contingent in this town, though, that thinks that we should not allow the commentary, public commentary, unless it's all the progressive left or all the very, you know, far to the right. And um, that's just not like the best way because the best way to, to learn is to know all the opinions and also the best way to know of ignorance in the community is to hear what other people have to say if you just listen to the same people you agree with all the time there's right. no growth and you know even if i'm talking to somebody who i absolutely disagree with i have to believe they're going to say at least one thing that's going to be helpful to me and, and that's a really good approach that i've had is like there's going to be something to learn from this conversation even if i'm talking to Donald Trump or something like there's going to be something there that can be beneficial, even if there's nine other things that we're going to argue about first. You Absolutely. Know? So. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I can't even tell you the amount of uh, comments that, you know, um, I'm not the whip. I, if on my personal stuff, I, I hear from people that are, you know, think differently on issues from me. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, how did they come to that idea? And I want to learn about it. And I want to hear more about it. So I'm never going to tell anyone that their opinion is a bad opinion. Um, you know, and we can't silence far right, far left, whatever it is, we just have to have those conversations. And I'm really hoping that this is the platform that will get us there. Yeah, and there's there is some benefit to an anonymity. I will say, you know, journalistically, we don't like to use anonymous sources because the question mm -hmm. is always, always, well, go find somebody who will say it on the record. You know, what yeah. is the motivation for being anonymous? But sometimes you have to provide them anonymity because what they're saying is so powerful and important and meaningful. And if they actually did come out and put their name to it, they could risk their job or their family. Absolutely. So you have to, it's a case by case basis. But I think, you know, in terms of comments, what we're really talking about is those clearly intimidating, bullying, harsh, yep. personal comments directed at people's character that have nothing yep. to do with the issue that, that there should be no place for that stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I will say on my Instagram, I have received so many comments, not comments in the public comment section, but on the DM section yeah. um, that people wanted me to know that they disagree with a very popular and well-respected opinion. And they are so upset that they can't express that for fear of their job or fear yeah. of public, you know, retribution or, and I've been told, um, one of the interesting things is, you know, um, 
they they lie to their friends um, and tell them just what they want to hear because it's the popular opinion, but underneath they really don't agree with it and that they struggle with that all the time. And I find it so fascinating that there is that struggle that people feel such pressure and um, they need to hide what they believe. Um, You know, they're, they live in Santa Barbara and they're not able to just, I, I just can't even imagine lying about whether or not you do something or don't do something just to stay out of the conversation. And that's very, very real. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, there's a lot of judgmental. Um, I found Santa Barbara um, people very rarely call you on it to your face. Instead, mm-hmm. you hear about it from other people, and you know, and this isn't a place where they stab you in the front; <laughs> they stab you in the back, you know, politically, you know. And, and so it comes up, and you're like, "Whoa, you just said this, you just told me this, and now this is happening. What happened? What changed?" And the truth is, well, I always thought that. But when I talked to you, I didn't say that because I was concerned about how people would judge me. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just right. part of what? It's just the optics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People get real concerned about that. So, you know, that's that's Santa Barbara. It's, you know, Santa Barbara is an amazing place. Uh, and the good thing about it is we have so many engaged, intelligent, sophisticated people who want to have these conversations from all walks of life. And so that's, there are some communities where you could launch something like this and no one would care. You know, you, you, you start an Instagram handle and you know, all the insiders are talking about it almost overnight, you know? So that's an amazing position to be in. I mean, literally uh, Santa people who live in Santa Barbara, they care about the environment, the schools, the politics, the homeless, affordable housing. I could go on and on and on. The bottom line is that people care about their neighbors. I experienced that like it was like it was unbelievable to experience after the mudslide, how people came together. People care. People are decent here. People want their neighborhoods to be safe. They want, they want it all and they do care. Um, so that, you know, if we're going to launch something uh, talking about local politics, you know, this is a great place to do it. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple of things and then I'll let you go. I think this has been a really uh, enlightening uh, conversation, but um, you know, I always like to ask people some form of the um, equity question, um, you know, in my debates and the forums, uh, we were talking about equity with some of the candidates, uh, uh, you know, and obviously it's a tough question because you're figuring this out, but in the context of what you're doing and trying to facilitate engagement, um, how much of thought, how much has gone into, how much will go into the concept of including the communities in Santa Barbara that don't really get a lot of the attention, you know, which is, uh, you know, the renters of the community, the Latino community, the community that works sort of in the kitchens, that works in the fields, the, the community that, that keeps this community going, you know, in a way, you know, um, you know, how we get so much of what we get in terms of, of food and entertainment in this, in this town, um, you know, it, it, so many things we benefit comes from the Latino community and those who are underrepresented in our schools, um, public schools, Santa Barbara Unified, you know, we're talking 70% almost Latino. What, how will the whip interface with that whole sort of, you know, equity sort of lens? Well, um, we want to make sure that the whip will be available in Spanish as well. Hmm. Um, that is an important aspect of the whip and um, it may not be released in the beta version because there's so many things happening, but um, having the whip, you know, be available uh to Spanish speaking Santa Barbara locals is of huge importance to us. Also, what's really great about the whip is that you can, people can interact at any time. 
being online gives so much accessibility to whenever it is that people want to, you know, log on, if they want to see the Instagram, there's so many ways in and the entry level is just the accessibility is so much greater than having to take off a day of work and attend a city council meeting if they want to get in touch with someone. Um, You know, the directory is there. If they want to email or text or easily get a hold of an elected official. Um, So I think accessibility is a huge thing. Um, uh, I, I think the um, getting a lot of the restaurants you know, involved in this. And it's tricky because the interesting thing is that when people find out it's politics, restaurants have to deal with local customers and whether or not they want to be associated with something supporting politics because they don't want to exclude any customers. But the truth of the matter is we are providing resources to the community And it would be great that if all of the restaurants and farmers markets and, you know, all the people that work in Santa Barbara, you know, know about the whip because we're trying to make it more accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are just a couple of the thoughts, you know, off the top of my head. But, um, you know, I did a Sunday survey. uh, I've started this new series called Sunday Survey where I ask people different questions and they're really simple tap this, tap that questions. And I, one of the very first questions in the very first Sunday survey was, do you rent or own? And I have learned so many people rent in this city and affordable housing. I mean, I don't, I, I wonder if that's more important than homelessness. I think people are quick to say that homelessness is, you know, the priority issue, but I really, um, you know, with so many people renting, you know, I, I get these responses, you know, on the, on Instagram. And it seems as though, you know, affordable housing is it. And it's not just reaching out to people in Santa Barbara. So a lot of times I'm tagging people in counties outside of Santa Barbara, because a lot of the people, you know, don't live here and they work here and they want to live here and, and they can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, will you continue to do the interviews? Because I think what's the app launches? Cause I think that's real good way you know to show sort of commitment to diversity is just you know once you're done interviewing the council members and you know that sort of thing just yep. activists in the community you know um that are that are re- reflect the community that's a good way to be inclusive too absolutely um i think uh i've reached out to david montgomery um i think he is one of the leaders in the community and i would love to have him on he does so much work about um educating people of his culture and everything um i think um ultimately i i don't want to be doing the instagram lives and i want that, you know, that's a brand awareness thing. Um, what I would like to do is um, figure out a different way to take my face out of it and maybe have people talk about things, you know, that maybe don't include me, you know, so that we can have a listen and learn or a debate or something so that people can learn about other cultures and um, different people in Santa Barbara, because that's what makes it so interesting to live here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like those interviews, so hopefully you do them periodically going <laughs> forward. Um, and also, I get so nervous. <laughs> um, you know, you you learn something every time you do them. You know, so it's I, we do, we yeah, that's very true. Um, and I appreciate you for uh, showing me how to use the words on Instagram. You know, like, <laughs> that's a really cool feature. So now yeah. I'm going to ask you offline, how'd you do the survey? Because that's a great way to gather data. <laughs> um, <laughs> It is. It is. And, you know, the the closed caption feature, again, is talking about inclusiveness um, and just including as many people as we can. Okay, so last question, just sort of in five years. Okay, you know, ideally, what would you like the WIP SB to look like going forward? Uh, In five years, I would have loved to have released the app into Santa Barbara, gauge the engagement, figuring out that everybody loves 
this app and that we can begin to launch in other cities, you know, the, the whip SD like Santa San Diego or the whip Chicago, or, you know, maybe we're really onto something. Um, I, I think scaling this is a definite possibility. You know, we're just at the beginning. Uh, tech companies are tricky. They are expensive. They are, there's a lot of details going into it. And, you know, it's sort of like opening a restaurant. You really do as much as you can and you, you make that leap. Um, and we're, we're just at the beginning and it's really exciting, but it's a lot of work and it's, it's tricky. And, um, you know, we're, we're figuring it out every day. And, um, in five years, I hope, you know, I come back on Santa Barbara talks and I'm like, yeah, we're everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would say, I'm just, you know, I've been impressed with your work. It's, it's very clear regardless of what anyone may think about what the whip is yet, you are hardworking, you're committed to it, you're dedicated, and you're doing everything you can to build that brand awareness before the launch. And that shows, that shows to anyone who's ever tried anything or who's tried to be creative. It's like, whoa, that person is working. And I recognize that. So I think you're doing a great job. And also, um, it's something new for Santa Barbara. So whenever something is new, uh, people um, kind of don't know what to think. But I think because of your work, people are starting to feel like, wow, this is going to be something that's kind of cool. I want to be a part of it. I want to uh, watch it grow. And maybe I can be the one who helps it grow, you know, because it's so community. Well, that's it. That's it right there, Josh. And I really appreciate you saying that because really um, I want people to go to the Instagram, follow us on Instagram And, you know, if something doesn't hit you right, send me a DM, send me a comment. I am so happy to have conversations with people to answer their questions, put them in touch with the people that they need to talk to. That's that's the whole point. This is for the community and the community can is ultimately going to decide if this is a success or if this doesn't work here or if it doesn't work anywhere. So it's, you know, this is about, this is a story that's unfolding about the community in Santa Barbara and whether or not this is a gap that, that can be filled and will be received enthusiastically or not. And, you know, the story is being written right now. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well said. Good luck to you, Alexis Tandy and um, have a great day. Take care. Thanks so much, Josh. Take care.